Welcome to Tiger Paw Radio, the podcast that tackles all the challenges and opportunities of channel convergence. If you provide managed IT, managed print, VoIP, security, or other technology-driven services for your customers, this podcast is for you. Tiger Paw Radio, exploring channel convergence, one stripe at a time. Well, hey everybody, Wes McDonald here, and I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of TigerTube. And if you can't see us, that means you're listening in on Tiger Paw Radio. So thank you very much for joining us today. Um, our guest is one is that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, we actually just spent some time together down in Las Vegas a little while ago. And uh, I really like this guy, too, because, look, he's sporting a shirt just like I am today. And uh, Randy Dazzo, welcome to the program. Hey, Wes, how are you? Thanks for uh, inviting me over. Appreciate it. Oh. Absolutely. No, I, I was really thrilled to actually see you speak in Vegas. And I'm super thrilled uh, that you're actually wearing a Hawaiian shirt today with me. And to let you know, this is the first time in the history of the show that's happened. I'm paying homage to your, uh, you know, your, your look and feel. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, believe that's... it or not, I actually own several of these. So uh, I, I, I'd love wearing them when I get the opportunity. So, <laughs> well, you got to brighten people's day. And you, you were saying a little bit of that before we started recording, actually, that, yeah. you know, folks in the office actually prick up a little bit when you walk by, right? So yeah, exactly. Although it's a little <laughs> cold right now. So yeah. <laughs> Wearing a short sleeve Hawaiian shirt in the middle of winter is probably not the brightest thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, if you can't have fun, uh, not all moments have to be bright, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, uh, you know, a lot of folks may be watching this today don't know who you are. Uh, they yeah. can see who you work for from uh, your background there, but maybe introduce yourself. And if you could, uh, maybe tell us one interesting fact about yourself that people may not know. Sure. So um, I'm actually the Chief Strategy and Product Officer here at Keypoint Intelligence. Uh, my role is to look after all the different products that we have from our consulting and advisory services to our labs uh, in the BLIQ, of course. And then, uh, of course, now what we're talking about today is Uverse. Um, so I have a whole product management team that uh, reports into me. And uh, um, it's, a, it's a pretty decent sized group. Obviously, it's you know, a big part of the company, all the products that we sell and service. Um, so yeah, I've been in the industry for more than 30 years now, believe it or not. It's always funny whenever we do these interviews, uh, or when we're at events or anything else, uh, you know, the analysts, uh, always get the attention. So I'll be speaking in an event and people might be, you know, paying attention, but whenever you come out uh, or uh, someone else in the analyst space, now the notebooks come out. Now everyone's taking pictures of the screen. Now everyone's really paying attention, right? So yeah. Yeah, those secrets that you share, they're great for industry and I appreciate you coming in today to talk about them. We try, we try really hard to make sense of it all, you know? How about we play a little game? How about two, two, uh, two treats and a lie? How's that? Okay, let's do it. I'm actually a magician and uh, I'm actually a member of the Magic Castle in California. That's one. Um, I am a, uh, an avid skydiver. I've actually done it about 12, uh, about a dozen times. Uh, and I am also a certified scuba diver, also avid, I love scuba diving. Um, so uh, those are three things about myself that people don't know. Which one is the lie and which are the truths? Oh boy, that one's, <laughs> that one's really hard. But I actually believe that you're a magician. And uh, I think any uh, good analyst uh, should be looking at the numbers and working some magic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm going to say that the lie is uh, skydiving. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, look at me. I'm an analyst myself now, right? Look, you are. You are. So yeah, I, I've, I'm amateur magician. Been uh, doing it since I've been. Oh my God, since early early years. Um, and then when I moved to California, I became a member of the Magic Castle. And then uh, I got my scuba diving certification about five years ago, and love that. Absolutely love doing that. Really fun. Yeah, and certainly that's great. So now that I know next time we see each other, I'm going to make you do some uh, magic tricks for me. <laughs> that's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Well, speaking of magic, let's uh, let's take a magic journey right now into the channel, uh, into the Office Equipment channel anyway. Yeah. And actually, this does bleed over into other spaces now as well, um, because it's something that's really impacting uh, pretty much every channel is a proliferation of e-commerce. And certainly in our space, there's been resistance to it um, that we like to think of ourselves as uh, being a very quote unquote, you know, do the air brackets, a complex sale uh, that requires a lot of expertise, you know, kind of et cetera. Uh, but there really is no escaping uh, e-commerce and certainly for dealers um, looking at uh, print for their direct sales reps opportunities. Um, let's start with this. Why should they consider e-commerce as essential to their own future? Well, you know, UVerse is uh, positioned obviously as an e-commerce solution, but we're also positioning it a little differently, um, really based on some feedback that we got from a few dealers that we just signed up. So they also are going to be using this tool as more of a sales e-enablement tool where the salespeople now have uh, a product they, that they can actually find the right products for the customers, you know, configure the products with our great configurator that we've built from the ground up. Uh, they can, um, you know, price it out for them with the configurator uh, and then quote it for the, for their customers. So, um, so, so let me let me step back for a second. There's a couple of new challenges that we're seeing in the industry. One is the sales labor shortage that we're having, or a labor oh, shortage yeah. in general. Um, and I think that's one of the things that came up in, in one of your discussions uh, with the 100 team, right? So if you think about that, we're, we've built a tool that can help enable the sales channel or make it easier for them to actually uh, do all those things once they have their, their customers, uh, you know, talking to them. But even for you know, the customers that want to educate themselves and kind of do that part of the sales process on their own, they've gotten a jump start on the customer facing side of this product. But you know, at the same time, a, a dealer can actually also have more of this consultative engagement by having the tool on their inter internal site. The, the other thing that's also a new challenge too is obviously the supply chain issues that we're having um, in the industry. And, you know, there are some, you know, dealers that actually have a lot of products that they want to try and sell. And then, of course, there's products they, they just don't, they can't get access to. Um, you know, this, this solution allows them to still sell, you know, in a customer-facing engagement for them to, um, again, be able to sell the products that they have if they want to sell it through an e-commerce uh, platform. Uh, and again, um, you know, again, it helps to complement the whole sales process from that perspective, too. And of course, uh, you know, we still have COVID out there, as you know, um, and the whole sales approach obviously has changed because of COVID. Uh, you know, it's not exactly the same, although, you know, of course, dealers try to do more face-to-face -face if they can with their customers. But this selling motion of doing this remotely or virtually has become much more popular in the dealer community. Um, and having this type of a tool, an e-enablement tool that can do that on both the uh, customer-facing side as well as a sales side can help them to do that. So solves a lot of the big challenges that dealers are facing right now. Um, and then of course, you know, from a customer perspective, um, you know, you have new generations that are coming in that are buying things differently. They, they want to buy things online. They're not, you know, they don't, not that they don't like dealing with salespeople or, you know, working with people. 
they want to do their um, analysis and education up front uh, before even talking to a salesperson. And having that customer-facing type of portal like that will give the dealers an advantage over those that don't have you know, a, a tool like this. Um, so, I mean, we'll talk about more of the particulars of, of UVerse uh, and, and the capabilities, but that's kind of how we're positioning it right now. And hopefully that makes sense to you. Yeah, it totally does. And I like this idea of, of what you call it sales enablement, right? Like to be able to do uh, e-enablement for sales. And, you know, back in the days when I was doing assessments, one of the things that I love to do, I mean, I actually had a cloud-based tool that I would use for the presentation. So it wasn't a static uh, report. And if things changed, I could on the fly say to the customer, well, let's change that metric and and have yeah, a look yeah. at how that affects, you know, your proposal. And they always found it so refreshing because it said, usually people say, well, we'll get you back a revised, you know, proposal tomorrow, right? Yeah. Um, as opposed to being able to do it like that. And I think, you know, with sales reps, I mean, I've, I've been in that position. I've sold a lot of enterprise deals uh, for, uh, for office equipment and for, uh, for managed print. Um, very difficult to make sure you get the configuration right. Very difficult to make oh, yeah. sure you're actually you know, building something the way that you should. So this idea that it's, I love it, that it's, it's got to give these sales reps more um, opportunities to be able to chase because they're spending less time, you know, buried in the minutia, right? Even as a training tool for new, new sales reps also, and, and you got it right, you know, trying to find the right product to replace a product with that a customer's, you know, ready to replace is one challenge that, that new sales reps, uh, um, you know, have, and then configuring, you know, um, our configurator has built-in rules that uh, don't allow a, you know, an end user or a salesperson to actually configure it incorrectly. So, you know, if you choose one option, um, all the other options that, you know, are required for that will all, all, you know, will show up for those things. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing I like too, is that one of the things I always did when I was doing uh, larger, more complex sales was I would say to the customer, I'm going to disappoint you today because I'm going to let you know that I'm not an expert, um, yeah. but I have great, <laughs> but I have great tools and I have a great team behind me. So what I'm going to do is be a great uh, mentor and partner for you to come up with your solution. Right. Yep. And to be able to do that without having to go away from the customer and everything else. I love it. I just absolutely love that idea. Uh, and I also still think that there is a portion out the business, like you said, with these different buyers, these younger buyers, um, I forget what the stats are now, but uh, millennials are definitely in management positions now. Oh, and, yeah. and Gen I is definitely in positions of, of power in organizations as well. These aren't just the kids anymore, right? And right. Th that we do have to have something in place. I agree with that uh, anyway, that we have something in place to, uh, to satisfy their learning curves, right? And, you know, it's actually interesting too, um, you know, it's not even just the millennial generations, but we've all gotten used to now of, of doing things on our own. Um, and of course, you know, the one thing that we always bring up as a correlation to what we're trying to do in, in a complex sales engagement is of course, you know, the car dealerships, you know, they still have their face-to-face -face arrangements, but you know, a lot of people are buying cars online, they're buying houses online. But one area that, that I thought of uh, over the weekend that uh, you, you don't think of too much was the travel agency industry. Remember like trying to, you could not do anything on your own doing travel because it was so complex. You had to have this really complicated uh, booking system. Um, I think it was the Sabre system back then yeah. <laughs> that only certified travel agents could actually do. And it was complicated. You can't, you know, you couldn't figure out what flights were available and stuff like that, trying to book that. And then, you know, incorporating a hotel that's also available at the same time. You had to have 50 different systems in order to do that. Now we're able to do it on our own and no, no one uses a travel agency anymore. So if you think about that complexity that really became simplified because of the tool and the software, 
That's what we're talking about here. We can take a very complex B2B sales engagement and we've simplified it enough that a customer could do it on their own, as well as you know, a salesperson can actually help and assist a customer do that with this particular tool. Well, I was laughing with uh, Tanya Stone from Great America the other day. We we're on our top 100 call. We we're yeah. actually talking about this idea of automation. And you know, we were giggling because we said, well, a car used to be a very complicated sale, right? Buying an automobile. And yet they have vending machines for those now. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's, you know, it's not as complicated as it used to be because those cars are also uh, more reliable than they used to be. Right. And, and there's so many tools uh, to be able to help you automate the entire uh, process. So I completely, you know, agree. That's the way that the world is moving and we definitely have to catch up there. Right. Yep. yep. Um, now we've sort of talked about why it's essential for the future. And I think really to satisfy those buyers, I love this addition of, you know, the idea of actually using it as a, you know, a sales enablement tool and automation, automating a lot of that sort of mired down process. Uh, and obviously, as you know, uh, I work for a company that is all about automation, right? Taking away, um, uh, you know, processes that are uh, prone to error, that are uh, prone to taking a long time and making them faster and making them more reliable, right? Yep. And, I've, and I've got to think that the tool set that you're doing does the same thing from a sales perspective, really making sure they get it right, they get it done quickly, and they can chase more opportunities. So can you go over some of the essentials of what you've created, because like you said, you do have a tool set, it's ready for the market, it's built for this channel, maybe tell us a little bit about, uh, about some of the nuts and bolts. So what, what we're seeing right now is the product catalog, and you see a whole bunch of tiles in here that show all the different products in here, but um, for those that you know are on the radio, they can't see it, each of the tiles are showing things that are a little bit different, just to kind of show the capabilities and the, the, um, um, the, the, the scalability that we have within the platform where um, for instance, uh, you know, for a product, uh, you know, that they want a customer to actually buy um, or sell, you know, on their, um, you know, on their website, they can show pricing if they want to, or they don't even have to show pricing where uh, instead of having a button that says add to cart or having the button that says configure, it can change to a button that says, you know, talk to a sales representative instead. Um, and we can change that down to the product level. So for instance, if they want to sell their A4 products, they can show all the A4 products with prices on them if they want to, but they don't want the A3 products to be sold, uh, you know, online by themselves. Uh, they can, you know, not show the pricing. They can de determine whether or not they want to configure it by putting on that configure button if they want to, but uh, they can also have that button that says talk to a sales representative too. We've also incorporated um, this, this chat feature, which I'm sure that everyone's kind of familiar with, um, that allows them to automatically talk to the dealer sales representatives. It's in the lower hand corner. But at the same time, too, we can have a button on, you know, any one of these tiles that says, you know, I want more information or help me out. And a salesperson can come online and be able to talk them through or walk them through their decision making process. So, again, it's that hybrid approach of either allowing the customer to do all of it on their own or they can have an assisted approach where the salesperson from the dealership can help them, too. Um, another thing that we've put into it as well is the ability to, um, you know, change pricing based on the login of the user. So if a dealer actually, um, you know, has special pricing for certain customers that they get a discount or uh, for certain customers, they might be a nonprofit where they don't get charged tax. Um, we integrate very closely into the customer CRM or the dealer CRM, I should say. And we can get all the profile information about the history um, and integrate that into our platform so we can make recommendations and things like that of what products that they should buy. 
um, as well as show their specific exclusive pricing that uh, um, you know that that particular customer has. So one thing that you know one of the customers is doing is that they're not showing any pricing to a guest that comes on that doesn't log in. They're showing all the products, and the customer can actually you know, do their education if they want to and go in here and click on the products, see the specifications, understand, you know, the, um, the you know, the, um, the, uh, the toner uh, volumes and things like that, or what types of accessories. Um, but there's no pricing until they log in. And that's where they can show the pricing. So, you know, for those that are afraid that other dealers are going to look and see what their pricing is, they don't have to show any pricing and just show pricing when the customer logs in um, if they want to. So, yeah, I really like that flexibility. I mean, it's, uh, you know, some will be more open kimono uh, with their customers and, and less to their competitors. I think it's really neat. So really, it just depends on the persona based on their permissions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, you can see here that, uh, you know, some of the tiles do have pricing. Some of the tiles have different buttons, um, you know, that allow the dealer to control how the customer's experience will be. So for instance, this Sharp product that I'm showing right now does have that configure button where this Kiyosera product, uh, you know, it says request a quote or this button can be removed or replaced with talk to the specialist. They can click on that. Um, you can see here too, some of the products have pricing, some of them don't. And that's, you know, the flexibility that we wanted to show in this demo as well. Um, some other cool features that we've added in here too are to help both the customer or the sales rep make the right product decision. Um, and um, we've built that into what we call this intelligent product wizard. And I'll kind of show you that real quick. Um, so I'm gonna click on that. There's two ways to actually help a buyer make a decision on what products they have. And we've really thought about the process of what a buyer goes through. And of course, most of the buyers, they already have a product that they're trying to replace, right? Um, they're not coming in like they've never bought a copier before. Usually they have a product already and they're trying to replace it. If they just know the name of the product or the model number of the product, they can just type that in. Here, I'll just hit continue here. Type in the name of their current product. Um, let's just put in or the model number of the current product. And it'll automatically pop up all products that have that model number, both discontinued or uh, current that the dealer um, actually sells. And if it's a product that they don't sell or if it's discontinued, it'll find similar products with that, that same capability of their product that they currently have. Um, so what I'm doing is, you know, I, I just selected one of the products uh, knowing that that was the product that I have currently, it is discontinued. And in here, it'll make recommendations on the products that they do sell that closely match the specifications of that product that they currently have. Back in my assessment days, uh, anytime I ran into a discontinued model, it was a lot of sweat, blood and tears uh, trying to make sure we got something that was similar, right? Going that back. Wow. Right. Right. Really cool way to do it. Um, and then and another thing that we can do here too, is if you're trying to, you know, uh, I'll, I'll pick on Sharp for, for a second here. Um, not only do we find the most, you know, equivalent model that's current, we can also make recommendations on a step-up model, a step-down model, or this is a monochrome uh, product that they currently have, make a recommendation for a color equivalent that has the same specifications also. So that's also pretty cool that we also incorporate in there too. Well, that's really cool because I can tell you again from my assessment experience of working with the customer saying, hey, I know you have this device doing this, but maybe I can recommend that you use this one instead. Seems yep. to be a better fit for what you're doing, right? And then the other way uh, that we can help 
you know, either the customer or the dealer to find the right product is starting from scratch. So you've kind of, you've probably seen this on like buyer zone and some of the other things. So obviously, you know, with any great, uh, you know, buying experience for an end customer, you, you do have the side-by-side capability to look at specifications. And again, for a dealership to be able to create something like this, because a lot of this information does come from BLIQ, we've built the taxonomy to be able to see these side-by-side uh, comparisons, just like you would, you know, a customer would do on Best Buy or Amazon. Um, so the dealers don't have to do any of this setup because we have all the specifications that basically, um, you know, come when they, um, you know, they, they basically just have to select the products that they sell. Um, and all this device information comes as part of the product catalog. Yeah. And I think for business owners too, that, you know, always thinking in terms of, you know, cost of, uh, cost of goods sold, right. And, that obviously automating it like this is going to remove some of that cost and, you know, not to be a, you know, negative Nelly, but you know, the COVID, the pandemic and the way that people are working is changing so much. Everyone's trying to do more with less. Right. So yeah, yep. this is great. So the next thing that the customer would typically do is, you know, once they've committed to the product, they've gone in and clicked on, you know, the product itself and looked at the specifications or, um, and by the way, we have a lot of great information that comes along in the product catalog, like the specs, all the different options that the customer, you know, can actually purchase for that product, as well as the, um, uh, the supplies, uh, yields, all the different options for supplies, as well as the yields for it, um, as well as any type of gallery and media that we've collected about these products uh, from our product testing, as well as, you know, manufacturer's product sheets. Uh, so again, all this stuff comes along, um, you know, once they've selected the products in the back end, and then uh, other brochures and downloads and things like that too. So the dealers can actually modify this page if they want to, to add more downloadable content, uh, you know, to, to provide to their customers, um, or just leave it like this. And it has, you know, quite a bit of information on this as well. Very similar to a car experience. Once you've committed to your car, you then get to select all the different options and accessories that you want for your car. Similar thing here. Um, we make this in a very wizard-driven uh, approach where they get the paper feed units first. Um, and I'll show you an example here, uh, you know, of what happens if you select something that won't allow you to select the, you know, finishing. I'm all, I selected a single drawer and I put it on an A3 device that we're looking at. If I go into finishing, um, I only see the finishing capabilities with a, a, a single drawer, which doesn't give me the full standing copier right now. And I don't get all the full standing finishing capabilities um, with that. So I'd have to go back in here, change this out. I'll just delete this. I'll select um, you know, a full standing copier, uh, paper drawers and extra paper uh, units, uh, go into finishing and I'll add a finisher. You can see now the other finishing uh, units are now available because I have all of the uh, paper trays that are required for that finisher to be uh, selectable. And as I'm actually adding those in here, you can see on the right-hand side, we're actually tallying up all the options and accessories. If I had the pricing built into the demo, you'd see the pricing um, being added up um, with all the different components and uh, that gets added in and then you know goes into the shop. Yeah, what's really cool here too, Randy, is that I've loved watching you build this because the photo of the device, for those that are listening, it actually changes as you add the features, right? So you can kind of see the things as they're going on. And similar to your uh, car example, that's one thing I love about online configurators for cars is I'm trying to build my uh, Rubicon from a, you know, from a base Wrangler, right? Yeah. Uh, getting the bigger tires on there, uh, changing the paint color. You can kind of see all those things happen. 
and seeing that with a copier is pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, it's totally cool. And uh, again, you know, this is the end user experience, but if you can imagine, this is an experience that a salesperson would also love to have oh, just yeah. because, you know, I mean, um, to do this and assist the customer, this takes all the, uh, you know, the headaches and um, whether or not it's the right configuration out of the equation. It really simplifies the whole process. And I, and I think that's what I love about a complex sale, if you will, that thanks to the kind of technology that you're putting forward, it actually simplifies, you know, the process of that complexity, right? Which is, I think in 2022, I think we all deserve a bit of simplification. Um, we've also teamed up with um, some of the leasing companies, the first leasing company that uh, we're working with that's live and ready for you to be able to do no touch leasing capabilities is Great America. Um, love our guys at Great America. They had APIs. And obviously for other industries, they've been doing online leasing for a while. It's just that our industry has not you know, adopted that as, as well. Um, so they can go in, a customer can go in and, and put in an application um, you know, while they're actually going around and shopping. Um, that application will be turned around within a certain amount of time and give them a certain amount of credit that they can actually use for a lease if they want to. Uh, and then have all the lease paperwork uh, be able to, um, you know, be done on an online experience, e-signatures and all that stuff, where, um, again, uh, you know, we've taken all the complexity of, you know, all the paperwork that typically has to happen uh, when you lease a product in person in an online experience again. Yeah, and this is so important, you know, for the modern buying experience. I'm in the process of selling my house and all of it's been done. Uh, through digital signatures online, right? Like where yep. the initials go and everything else. I don't have to think about that. It's just, it's still a complicated process. It's a pretty big item to be moving through, yep. you know, selling your property. But, you know, all of those little things, that digitization out process makes it so much better. Just moving along, like one of the things that's really impacting us and always gets me thinking about, you know, the need for tools like this, the need for changing the way that we uh, sell to our customers is remote work. It's not going anywhere, right? So, I know that with uh, Omicron that's traveling through right now, uh, more virulent than ever. Um, and it, I don't want to get you know political on the whole vaccine thing, but the reality is uh, remote work is not going away anytime soon, right? People yeah. are going to be working from home. And maybe you can tell me with these non-headquarter opportunities, how you know something like this could be useful as well. Hey, good, good point. And um, you know, as you know, there's been a, a huge, uh, you know, upsurge in in the amount of A4 devices, for instance, just you know, to satisfy the home worker requirements. Obviously, you're not going to have an A3, you know, huge device, you know, in people's homes and things like that. Uh, and and for the dealers that we've talked to about, you know, this uh, phenomenon that's going on with this whole work from home situation, uh, they've actually picked up a whole line of A4 products to sell, and you know, they don't want their you know, expensive salespeople selling A4 devices, you know, necessarily, and, um, but they do want to be able to sell it. And this gives them an avenue to be able to just quickly be able to do that, especially for people that are at home and making decisions on their own. Um, like another research uh, you know, topic that we, we asked a question about in our research studies was whether or not, um, you know, the, the company buys the products for, the, you know, the work from home, um, you know, staff or if the uh, work from home person buys it on their own and most of the people are buying it on their own and getting reimbursed by the company. So having a, a, a portal and a website that allows them to go in here, at least know that they can actually buy these products from their local dealership instead of going to you know, Best Buy. And um, also if it's the same dealerships that's servicing you know, that, that corporation already anyway, 
they can easily just make a recommendation and say, hey, you know what, I'm the dealership that services all of your company's products. Here's our A4 products that you can purchase on your own. We can set them up where, you know, it's all part of a purchase order for the company. Um, and the, the end user can all automatically, once they log in and they, we know that they're part of this company that's, you know, um, that's allowed this uh, uh, purchasing agreement, uh, you know, for the company to reimburse them. We don't, they don't even have to be reimbursed. They can actually just make their product selections, uh, buy it, and uh, basically the company gets charged for it. Uh, um, and we can set up authorizations and things like that and the tool on the back end. But yeah, definitely a number of different ways that end customers can actually buy these devices, obviously if they're working from home as well for, for A4. So. Yeah, and I gotta think it's gotta give customers uh, you know, a comfortable feeling saying, yeah, we're gonna work together to figure out what the approved devices are, right? And yep. so you don't have to worry yep. about your people making a mistake. Because I do know uh, that when things are based on uh, budget, um, that sometimes people do make the wrong decisions and there's a lot of easy ways to do that. So if I was an organization, I would love that saying, great, only these three devices are going to show up for my re remote workers. They can choose which one you know they want based on their needs and we're done with it. It just happens, right? Yeah, and I didn't mention this before too, is when the customer does log in, we can actually just show products that they're able to purchase for that company too, which is really cool. So they won't see all the other devices that the company doesn't, you know, hasn't authorized or sanctioned for the company. So good point that you just made, uh, you know, of authorized devices that customers, you know, that, that employees can purchase. Um, we can customize it that way as well, or it's all part of the backend tool. So yeah, it's uh, definitely a feature that uh, is capable through this platform. That's okay. Being at TigerPod, we love uh, uh, integrations with uh, platforms. So <laughs> <laughs> keep it all tied together. Absolutely you love it. These days, yeah. Yeah. Hey, and uh, we are coming to the end of our time today, but uh, if you could, I would just love to hear one piece of advice that you might have for dealers looking at e-commerce for their business. What would that be? Um, so just, you know, if you, if you didn't think it was the right thing before, I think that, you know, the timing is, is right right now. And, um, and again, if, uh, if you just have questions about it, we're here to help you and answer those. So Randy, thank you once again for doing the interview with us. And for all of those that have been watching today or listening in, thank you for tuning in to another episode. And remember, until next time, keep learning. And so we come to the end of another exciting episode of Tiger Paw Radio. If you'd like to listen to more great learning content to help you grow your business, please be sure to visit www.tigerpod.com and click on the Resources tab. You can also subscribe through your favorite podcast platforms to be sure you never miss another episode. And until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and keep that inner tiger strong.